Welcome to another edition of Chuck and Doug Reloaded, the longest-running podcast on the internet. I don't think that's actually true. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. These people have been doing a lot longer than us. Well, it feels like it anyway. How about that? It's working with me is that taxing on you, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's once a week. It's reminding it's me of those too- long 11 years that were 110 in real time. It's it. You know what? It it does seem like it was a lot longer than eleven years, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I mean, it, I, now I did the show. You know, yeah, you did you know, it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I did it well past you doing it. And Once you there. got me fired, I mean, you I was, no, for another. I was there. I was there a little bit before you, and you know. But I mean, yeah, it it just seems like we were together longer than eleven years on the show. That's all. I'm yeah, I see. It's like a it's like a bad marriage. You're just in it for as, as long as the ride will take you. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um all right, let's get started with a couple of sports items here instead of rambling about something like my vacation yeah, or anything. Since you have to get to a meeting after this. Yeah. Well, and by Mr. the way, did Mr. you see Busy some guy waving at you driving down the road? Yeah, I saw you. I saw you. Well, what's bad about that is that I saw and I said, oh, look at this old guy getting out and doing some walking. Oh, wait. Right. That's, yeah, that's the, yeah. Look at this fat guy in an oversized <laughs> I didn't T-shirt. Say I didn't say that. Struggling you did look hey. a lot older from a yeah. distance, though, not knowing that was you. You know, yes. like when I see you, like I know I'm going to see you, like we're going to go to lunch or something. Right. But when I saw you from the distance and I <laughs> – when you saw me with the walker and the, the, wearing, yeah. the, wearing the one the onesie jumpsuit, old guy yeah. jumpsuit. You need a yeah. touch of gray in that goatee. What do you mean? I touch it? Oh, you mean I need to darken it up? Is what? You're yeah, saying. yeah. No, it's bad. It's bad. I don't understand that because, like, it's funny. My my best friend. We said we weren't going to ramble, but anyway, my best friend and I, we're both like completely gray, right? Yeah. And then yeah. everybody else we're friends with, everybody else older than us that we're friends with, they all have their hair color. This now maybe you know a little smattering of gray here and there. Me and him are like white beard. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But anyway, yeah, I don't know what happened to us. I well, guess is what I'm saying, we're um, you know, you're you're old. That's what's happening. To yeah, me. no, I, I understand that. I get yeah. that one hundred percent. Believe me, after my walk this morning, I know that I'm old. All right. That's, How far did you go? Uh, I'm on this. You know, I'm doing the uh, ten thousand step thing. So, yeah. you know, you know, I work third shift, right? We've talked about right, that before. Right. So yeah. I, I have, time. I know who you are. I've worked with yeah. you before. No, but I mean, I, I, so I get some steps in at work and then I come home from work and I take a walk in the morning, you know, before the real heat of the day kicks in and, uh, I'm, I'm doing like 10,000 steps before I go to sleep. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do like between 12 and 15 and I'm doing some, staircases and that kind of stuff too so hopefully hopefully i'll uh drop a couple of lbs here in the uh, near future so we'll see yeah yeah i'm sure or or maybe not Very sure yeah you know hey, or yeah. tubby's gonna fall down and hurt himself <laughs> and then i won't be walking anymore tubby okay uh let's get started with a couple of uh sports items here um uh let's start with mississippi high school football pushing the start of the season back yes uh to september 4 right and of course football is the one that drives everybody's interest and sure uh, sure but what do you um so do you think this is a 
a stopgap decision and that something bigger is going to follow later? Well, I think this is fluid. I, I don't think there's yeah. anything that's, you know, set in stone and that goes for college, pro, high school, whatever. It's all fluid right now. And I think people are trying to uh, maybe buy time a little bit. I don't understand. This is my keep my argument that I keep making with everyone. My wife is in education. And, you know, I've talked to other people about this. I do not understand for the life of me why they're not pushing school back until after Labor Day. I mean, I went to school up north. We went back after Labor Day. I understand why people go to school in early August and they get out in early May. And I get all that. But I don't understand why in the situation we're in right now, they don't push everything back a month. Just push the whole entire school back a month. Buy yourself four or five weeks and, like, let's see where we're at. It'll at least give you time to plan and figure out. And what it, the one thing we know about this whole deal with the coronavirus, as time has moved on, we we seem to have you know time equals more information, and more information yeah. is good. So I, I don't understand why we're just not buying time. And the same thing goes for high school sports and all that stuff. I, I mean, you know, I'm glad they decided to push it back. I'd even consider pushing it back a little farther. I just think, I'll be honest with you, I think it'd be great if they just did a blanket, push the entire school year back till after Labor Day, you know, come back to, what is it, September 8th and figure it out, you know. I mean, but that at least gives you time to plan and yeah. do some stuff. And that goes for high school sports and everything else, all those activities. We started after Labor Day and we liked it. No, and I mean, I, I look, I get it. Nobody wants to go. I, I understand why yeah. they do it. I, I've I've understood why they do it. I understood why we went back as late as we did and we got out as late as we did. But I'm just saying, since you have the time, it, it would just make sense to me to slide it back, slide everything back one month and buy yourself four weeks. And then maybe we'll have more information to figure out. Maybe this uptick ROM will be on a downturn at that point And maybe, you know, you'll feel good. Maybe it'll be in much worse shape and then we'll figure out where we go from there. But I think the worst thing that could happen is we go back to school and we start playing sports and then all of a sudden it's worse than it was. And then they're back to shutting stuff down and all this other stuff. I just, you know, I, I just think we'd be better off buying ourselves some time here. That's my two cents. At least I don't know what you think. I, I what I think is that that um, I don't. I still am a pessimist about it. I don't think they're going to have football in the fall. I, I just. I don't think they're going to have. I don't think they're going to have a a season uh, that's well, going to start this fall. I, I have a hard time, and I, I tend to agree with you because I, I just. It, it seems like. I mean, it's one thing to sit here and say you want these kids to go to school and to learn and to, I mean, everybody wants them back in school. I think everybody agrees with that, but I think we have to find a way to do this safely and yeah. is putting people, and I'm talking about, you know, high school football and that goes for band and everything else, putting all these people on a bus together, putting all yeah, these people, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? In yeah. locker rooms together, putting all these people on a field together, hitting each other, sweating on each other. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, all these things that go on, you know, uh, that revolve around the high school football game. And that, I mean, are people going to socially distance when they, when it comes to going yeah. to the games? How Is do you do that? Be, are people going to wear masks while they're sitting in the crowd? I, 
I just my my thing is I, I really think we we need to think this out a little bit more, and uh, I I'd rather push it back and do it and do it right and have more information and at least have a chance to plan stuff as opposed to it seems like we're throwing some of this stuff together and you know I mean when we have these these school districts are just coming out with their plans right now. I mean, you know, we're kind of doing this thing at the on the seat of our pants, and I don't think that's a great plan right now when we see what's going on in this state right now. Well, and, and you know, Doug, these football teams, high school football teams, uh, they make up the largest amount. They, they make up the largest amount of the budget for right for schools, and that's a take in and you know what they put out to to play football and. You know, are they going to have any? Are people going to stay away from the games? You know, other than the parents. But, you, but I, uh, I guess my point is, wouldn't you rather, ha- if that's going to happen, if we're going to do, I mean, wouldn't you rather have like a a full season that doesn't get interrupted? Wouldn't you rather have a season that you know, like maybe it's maybe they're playing in November, maybe they're playing an abbreviated season or whatever. But I'd feel better just having some sort of knowledge of at least it could be safer. At least we could know something. I mean, you know, maybe, you know, if we put high school football off a little bit and let's say the NFL tries to come back and the NFL has all kinds of problems, well, you take your cue from them. You know what I mean? And you don't come back. Um, I don't don't know. It's just a tough – it's a tough call. Uh, you know, people got to make these decisions. I just think we'd be better off if we had more um, info at this point than where we're at right now. Yeah, I, I don't – I mean, I, I will be surprised if they have it, really. Yeah. I think that they're well, – you know, they, they, they did this in the spring with with spring sports, and they were trying to find a way and to kind of gauge uh, where the – where the virus was going, I guess. And yeah. they kept talking about different dates of restart dates and stuff and eventually just had to cancel everything. And I think that I think the next move is to push football to the spring, football yeah. specifically, and then we'll go from there. Well, I, I, mean, I, I just I don't I don't I don't see how they can I really don't see in, in this day and age when you've got the University of Mississippi Medical Center featured on national news last night on ABC News right. as being full. The ICU is full. Right. And, um, well, and and this is the dangerous part about reopening school because I I understand what people are saying. Well, you know, kids aren't at such a a huge risk and that kind of stuff. But when you look at it, you still have teachers you're putting at risk. You have, you know, lunch ladies and administrators and office workers and custodians and their families. And on top of that, the students' families, because again, even if these students get it and they spread it around, let's be honest, we know we're not the healthiest state in the in the union. You know what I mean? We're right. one of the unhealthiest states in the union, and that seems to be a huge part of this. And then you have to also look at, you know, something they're looking into now is the long-term effects of this. You may catch coronavirus and you may, you know, recover from it and that kind of stuff, but there's a lot of talk of you know, long-term effects, what it does to your, you know, I, I mean, all your different, I mean, they're talking strokes and all this other stuff that it can cause 
down the road. So, you know, even if you think, oh, well, I'll just catch it and, you know, I'll, I'll get over it. I'll over that it. big of a deal. You, you don't know what the long-term effects are going to be 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road, um, you know, for somebody who's, you know, 14, 15, 10, 7, whatever. I mean, you know, so with all these um, situations, there's, there's just so much unknown right now. It, it, it's, you know, I'm certainly on the airing of the side of caution, and I would love to see some, some of these school districts get together and like I said, I'd love to see them all push that schedule back at least until after the first week of September and give your, buy yourself some time. And that give you more time to plan, more time to socially distance, more time to figure out what you can do and what you can't do. And, you know, we'll know more. We seem to learn a little bit more about this every single day. Think about how much more we know, you know, from the beginning when this thing happened to what we know now about it. And a lot of it's evolving and that kind of stuff. You know, what are we going to know a month from now, two months from now, three months from now? You know, I mean, so, yeah, I, I just I just think we got to roll with this thing. But, you know, we got to we got to be smart about it. So um, SEC football. Right. Now, and, and this is going to dovetail into a bigger discussion about um, about college football. But I do want to – there was something that was released a, a while back, actually, and it was the rankings. Uh, the uh, ESPN released their SEC preseason power rankings. And right. I want to know – and the question was, I saw it on Twitter, do you agree or disagree? So let's start at the bottom. Okay. 14, Vandy. Okay, agree. 13, Mississippi State. Kind of disagree, but okay. All right. You know, 12 Arkansas. I'd put them ahead of Arkansas. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. I There's mean, a ladder you know, effect we can go through here. And I, and I, I understand people, you know, buying into Arkansas a little bit. And I don't know if 12 is real buy-in or whatever, but, yeah. um, yeah. you know, I, I guess there is a, and, and maybe with Mississippi state and maybe when we talk about their offense and we talk about, you know, uh, you know, uh, what's his name uh, coming in there? Um, the head coach? Yes. Thank Mike you. Leach. Thank you. <laughs> I kept wanting to say Mike Gundy, and I'm like, I know that's not it. But, yes, Mike Leach, when you, when you, when you look at him coming in and that offense, how long is it going to take for that transition to take place? And, you know, if it takes a while, and I, I still think – when we look at that ranking for Mississippi state, I think it's the skepticism of what we've always talked about. When we've talked about Mike Leach is people saying, is his offense going to work in the sec and people not thinking it's going to work in the sec. And I think that's why you see Mississippi state, maybe where they are there. Uh, at 11 is Mizzou. Yeah. Okay. 10 South Carolina or is right. the hashtag is here. USC. Yes. Um, number nine, Ole Miss. Higher, that much higher than Mississippi State? Yeah, I. you know, there, there's a tendency, I think, when you look at this. I mean, like, realistically, you could take those, you know, nine through – take Vandy out of it. Yeah. But nine through 13. And Mix and match. You wouldn't be surprised if any one of those schools finished ninth or any one of those schools finished 13th. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't personally think there's that much separation. Do I think that 
you know, I mean, this gets into the argument of what we were kind of talking about when, when those two, you know, um, hires were made in state here. When we talked about Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, we talked about Mike Leach at Mississippi State. You know, who's going to hit the ground faster? Who's going to be able to get that program going faster? Who's going to be able to, you know, get that get get their program in and insert it and that kind of stuff? And you know, it, it's funny because I think. You know, when you look at Mississippi State, there were some mistakes made in the PR part of when they brought Joe Moorhead in. And, you know, uh, maybe there was a little too much hype. Maybe there was a little too much. I think they had a tendency of, you know, hey, we just lost a really popular coach. We're really going to try to build this up. Joe Moorhead kind of leaned into that when he came in and kind of took it on the chin when things didn't go great immediately. And I think it's one of the things that, you know, hurt his run while he was there. But, um, you know, I, I think you saw, I mean, Lane Kiffin came in and certainly was, you know, I didn't get the impression that he was, you know, it didn't seem like the same old Lane Kiffin that you were used to with the, you know, the brash and the, the bold and the cockiness yeah. and all that. I mean, it was it was almost the exact opposite. I mean, you yeah. were kind of like, you know, all right, like, this isn't what I expected out of Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. I expected him to be a little more, but I kind of get the the soft sell a little bit. You know what I mean? It's the, you know, it's you he's know. a kindler, gentler Lane Kiffin. Well, you know what? What's the expression I'm trying to go with here? It's the you know uh, promise less, deliver more. You know something in that vain and I think that's what both these schools are trying to do but yeah I mean I, nine seems high for them and I think 13 seems low for Mississippi State if I if I was looking at this and I was doing it you know I think they yeah. I think Mississippi State's better than 13th I'm not so sure Ole Miss is better I don't I don't know if they're ninth yeah I kind of I kind of agree with you a little bit there and for some reason it feels like we want to put those two together and I think that's you know it, one of them's got to be nine or ten or or eleven and twelve you know I and well and, and, and I, I just and, I, I thought that was a lot of separation between those two given the unknowns of this these two programs now I I think it is but again I get back to what I was talking about originally I just don't think that you know, when we look at nine through 13 on this list, and, and if you even want to throw Tennessee and Kentucky in there at seven and eight, you know, I mean, I could even say with those two schools, that second half, you know, that bottom half of the SEC out of those schools, you really could shake a bunch of that up and you wouldn't be surprised if any one of those schools finished. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Ole Miss or Mississippi State busted out and they were the, you know, seventh or eighth best team in the SEC or one of those coaches did hit the ground running and they got off to a hot start. I don't think that, you know, I don't think that's outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think we'll have to see, but I, I just, you know, it, it, we are in a wait and see approach right now. Yeah. Um, it, well, if there's even going to be a season, here we go mr mr negative mr pessimist Uh, i mean if you listen to uh you know what what some of the uh powers that be in the big 10 are saying boy it's doesn't sound great i mean you know for the potential of having a season and you know to see the big 10 already cancel their non-conference schedule and the pac-12 has followed suit i 
you know, I'm surprised we haven't seen more of that already because, again, how is this going to impact the group of five schools that depend on those non-conference games against larger opponents for, you know, money games for their budgets and that kind of stuff? I mean, that's going to be that's going to be a huge impact for, I think, a lot of those group of five schools on whether, you know, it's worth them to even play this season. Nothing like a Colson jump the gun. I was going to go through the rest of the ESPN rankings. Sorry, there. go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. My bad. Uh, we can run through them. Number eight, Tennessee, uh, which I found a little shocking because, you know, they were kind of – they, they were picking up a little momentum. Now. Yeah, uh, that's what I don't know what they're, they're – they're not that yeah. high on them. They got Kentucky right above them, and well, that would me, just kill Tennessee football fans. Let, let me say this though: I think I think people are and and put me in that camp too. I'm in the uh, I'm in the buy on the Vols, you know, and I'm buying in yeah. right now on the Vols. I think they're they're on the upswing, so we'll see. So seven is Kentucky, six Texas A and M, five Florida, yep. four Auburn, right, three LSU. Two right. Georgia, and then number one, Rammer Alabama. Jammer Yeller Hammer. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I mean that that I, I mean I think LSU Bama, three, and and and, uh, I, and I think that's a little high for this year, only because you know there there's some unknowns there with them following that national championship. Well, there's there's no question. I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, they lost a absolute ton of talent and that goes right. for you know that goes for the staff all the way through all the players. i mean the draft was absolutely littered with lsu players i mean it was it was insane the amount of you know lsu players and talent that that was drafted in this draft but it you know i mean there's going to be I, there's no possible way for them to have the season they had last year. That doesn't mean they can't be great. That doesn't mean they can't be really good. That doesn't mean they can't be one of the top teams in the SEC or contend, but it's just going to be hard. I mean, that was such – I mean, have you ever seen a better season out of any team? When you look at what so. they did – and what they accomplished and the awards they won and the way they won and the national championships and the, you know, the draft picks and the first pick overall and the Heisman trophy. And I mean, they swept every award you could sweep assistant coach, head coach, you know, I mean, college season. I remember. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't, I don't know if there's a season that I can remember from anybody. And, and I'm not being a prisoner of the moment here, but you just don't duplicate those seasons. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's just, it just doesn't happen, you know? And like I said, they can be a great team and they could, you know, that, that year they had last year could certainly springboard this, this program forward to, to be that foil to Alabama and maybe overtake Alabama for all we know um, as the class of the West. But I just think, you know, to, to back up last year with the year, you know, with a with another year like that, with all the players that they're losing, just seems like an impossible feat. So I, I would expect them to move down, but I, I think three is perfectly fine uh, for them. Don't you think I think Florida you could, would be higher than them. Yeah, I, I would put Florida higher than Auburn. Yeah, 
I mean, that's, and I think higher than LSU too, just to start the season at least. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm willing to go there. I, I, I think there is that level of, you know, like I, I'm fine with Bama and Georgia at one two, and I'd be fine if it was Georgia and Bama. I mean, if they flip flopped it, I wouldn't. You know, um, I, I do think you, you kind of, you kind of, if you start moving LSU down to four or five, I think you're really that's really kind of disrespecting them a little bit, you know, because if for all the talent they lost and all the stuff that happened to them, that place, they still have a lot of talent and a lot of players. And there's going to be a lot of guys coming back that want to prove it, um, that they can do it again and that they've arrived and all that stuff. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm fine with them at three. I'm, I'm, I'm really fine with them at three. I think if you start moving them to four or five, I'm getting into they're getting a little disrespected at that point. So, uh, so back to where you took the discussion just a few minutes ago. Sorry, uh, I was trying to rush through. You told me we were in a. We all were right, in a don't hurry. blame it on me. We had to get we, this done. We had so eight teams trying, left. We so had eight teams left. To, I'm trying to move this thing along, and you're, you know, here you go. Now it's my fault. Go ahead. So, if you if if you were in Vegas right now and you had a wager of five thousand dollar wager to put on season oh. or no season in college football, extensive money. What would you put it on? I'd put it on. I, I would be in the – I would put it into the – I'd push into the don't pass line. Um, I don't think that uh, we're going to have a college football season. I hate to say it, but I do, just – Do you mean this you know, year? Well, or in this, I, Or are you just mean in the calendar year of 2020, or do you think it will move I, into the spring? I certainly think it's possible to move into the spring. I think that's possible. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I think it's possible. Um, where we go, I just, oh man, I don't, I don't know. I just, like I said, I just think it's going to be, I think we're going to see more and more of this. And I think we're, you know, with the country on the uptick that we're on right now, I I, I just don't see it. I don't see how it's going to work out. I don't see how it it makes sense. And again, if you're one of these universities, you really have to, I mean, you know, it's one thing for professionals to go out there and play. Yeah. It's one thing for, you know, that kind of stuff. But again, these guys are, are amateur athletes like we talk about all the time. Um, how are you going to look if you're one of these schools and you're forcing these kids out there to go play um, college football, and we know why they'd be playing at that point, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, and I, I just, I have a hard time seeing how it's going to happen. I would love it to happen. I want it to happen. If I could wish it to happen, I would love to see it. But I don't want to see it done unsafely, and I don't want to. I just made up a word, and I don't want to see it. Um, don't want to see players or, you know, heck, people that have to work these games and people that have them fans for that matter, you know, going to these games and that kind of stuff, catching this thing and coming down with this stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a uh, – it's – I just – I don't know. I, I if, if I was venturing a guess, I, I mean, I think the conference schedule makes sense just playing conference yeah. games, I think that makes sense. I think you can, with that, 
and maybe you scrunch out and you take the buys out and you take the off week, you know what I mean? Take the off weeks out and you scrunch the season down. You maybe push it back to where you could start the season in, you know, October or something late October. Yeah. Uh, I think that's possible. Uh, and just have an abbreviated, you know, eight game season or whatever you were going to do. I, I that may be possible, but other than that, I, I mean, look, we, we complain all the time about some of those non-conference games, right? How many times no. do we sit here and say, you know, oh, all these teams playing games, these games don't matter, and the, you know, blah, 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 and all that. Well, there's no reason to be playing those games. Let's just be honest. Well, yeah, but the thing I mean, about that is, Doug, four. is the trickle-down effect that that's going to have on those schools. We talked about this. No before. doubt about it. No doubt about it. And like I said, yeah, for the budget to those schools – it, it may be, you know, for the Tennessee Martins of the world, you know, they may be. You use them for the second time in this conversation. I always, I, I don't know why I always go to them. They're my, they're my go-to. What do you want me to use? Middle Tennessee State? You want me I, to use them? I, it's a, you know, use your Blue six, Raiders? one, half dozen in the other. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, all right. So you're. Actually, Martin is one double A, so. Okay. Well. I think. Let's, or, or whatever that, it is. FBS I tell you what. I tell you what. Let's just use directional school wherever okay so we'll we'll just go with that any of these you know non power five conference schools yeah their budgets are going to be greatly impacted and they may be like it's not worth playing at all and right. if they're not playing at all yeah well, like i said we may end up with just you know the group of five i mean the the power five playing conference games but again the perception that's going to be put out there, you know, is that they're doing it for money. And we know how much the, the ADs and we know how much the conference commissioners and we know how much the NCAA hates that tag. So, you know, would they, with other people not playing and that kind of stuff, and we see more and more, you know, schools and conferences making a move like that would we see a domino effect where the power five would just say you know what i don't think we can play just because of the way the image looks almost you know what i mean because it's going to look like they're out there for a money grab you know if you have all these colleges canceling and all these leagues and all these schools and saying we're not playing football and all of a sudden the sec is like yep we're playing How's that going to play? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, and, uh, and they will get, and you know it, and I know it, and everybody, you know, they will get destroyed in the media. They will get destroyed in a lot of, and you know what? They may not care. But, you know, and then on top of that, if you have all these, you know, other schools canceling and that kind of stuff, then if you have an outbreak, then what kind of a situation do you have on your hands? Yeah. Oh, I, you know? yeah. Then you've got a really bad situation on your hands. So let's uh, let's transition to the NFL a little bit, and specifically uh, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. It didn't get a deal done. He'll play under the franchise tag, right, for like yep. thirty-one point four million. Yes, <laughs> I feel bad for Dak. <laughs> I mean, thirty-one point four million's the franchise tag fee. I don't feel oh, wow. bad for Dak because it, it, it sets him up on a path to where next year, if he plays on the franchise tag, it's like 37 plus million. 
and I guess they could franchise him again, and it would be somewhere in the $50 million range. How many so, times in a row can you so franchise? They could three times him. I think they could franchise. It, it's basically you could franchise the player two times, and then the third time it becomes so, you know, I mean, they would have to be cutting people to keep him at that point. So yeah. it really, it's, you can technically do it three times. You can really only afford to do it twice. So I, I think that's where they're at. Um, I, I look at it this way. I mean, look, Dak's either going to make a ton of money on a long-term contract with the Cowboys, or he's going to make a ton of money on a long-term contract with another team, or he's going to, you know what I mean? He's going to go the Kirk Cousins route and, and he'll, he'll play, you know, this year for, for, you know, 31 and change next year for 37 and change. And then he's a free agent or maybe the Cowboys let him walk after this year. I don't know. It it kind of makes sense to me, at least to a certain extent, for the Cowboys. You know, you got a new coach and a new coaching staff and a new offense coming in. Like, let's see how this works for a year. And if it works great, well, then maybe you're paying Dak an, an exorbitant, crazy amount of money. Um, you know, and everybody always says, oh, well, it's better to sign these guys early. But, you know, if we are to believe what we heard yeah, and, and the Cowboys put – an offer on the table that had Dak Prescott at $34.5 million average and over $100 million in guarantees. And at the time, it would have made him the second-highest-paid quarterback in the league behind Russell Wilson. I, I can't fault the Cowboys for, you know, what we've heard they haven't negotiated with them since March. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I you know, we've talked about it. I lo- I, you know, I love Dak. I love – the player I think he's getting you know and and this may be the game that has to be played because of just the way quarterbacks contracts are right now but I mean in the grand scheme of things yeah it it you understand what I'm saying and you know you love Russell Wilson I love Russell Wilson and maybe we're not the best people to to judge this or whatever yeah but if you're telling me Dak Prescott's a say, I mean, if he's getting paid as the second high, if the Cowboys offered him a contract that he was going to be the second highest paid quarterback in the league, and which would be the third highest paid quarterback in the league right now because of Mahomes' contract, I, you know, I if I'm the Cowboys, I'm I'm at that point questioning, do you want to be a Cowboy? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but you know. If we're willing to make you the second highest paid quarterback in the league, because let's be honest, is Dak the second best quarterback in the league? I don't think so. Do you think so? I mean, do you no, really think but, Dak Prescott's the second know, best quarterback in the league? No, I don't. Okay. I don't think he's so, the second best quarterback in the league. But that doesn't always that isn't always how the pay structure falls, though. I, I understand you know? that. I understand you know? that. I, I mean, but I guess my point is Is he a top where, ten quarterback, Doug? Yeah, he's a top ten quarterback. But that's my point. Like, where does it stop? Where does it, you know, where do, where does, if you're one of these teams, where do you, where do you sit there and say that, you know, just because you're, you're a quarterback and you seem to be capable, you know, where does it say that you have to be, you know, every, every quarterback that signs a contract doesn't deserve the the next quarterback contract that's up that quarterback doesn't deserve to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. so there has to be some sort of a reality check here. Mahomes deserve to be 
the highest paid quarterback in the league. Don't have a problem with it. I think yeah. the Chiefs did a great job. Locked him up for a long time. Good for them. You know, uh, it makes sense. But you look at what he's accomplished. I think Dak has done some really good things. I think Dak brings a lot to the table. I think Dak would make a ton of money if he's a free agent on the open market at, what, 26, 27 years old? I think he'd make and – and I think that's maybe where he's at, but that's where it gets down to, for me, do you want to be a cowboy or not? You know, that, I mean, a song? I, I get the, I get, it could be, I don't know. Do you want to be a cowboy? I don't, I don't, maybe you just wrote something. I have no idea, but I, <laughs> Trademark. But you, under, you understand what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, I, you know, at, at what point, if you're one of these quarterbacks, do you sit there and do you say, you know, Hey, and, and this goes for, I'll, I'll use Russell Wilson as an example, you know, I mean, He's he he was out there this offseason saying, you know, hey, I I want some superstars on this team and I want some some of this and I want some of that. And I want want this. Well, you know what? You're making thirty-five million dollars a year. Yeah. You know, and I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, I mean, look, I'm not begrudging those guys make what they're worth and the market supports it and all that stuff. But if you're taking if you were taking so much of the cap and you're taking so much out of this, that, and the other thing. Well, you're going to have to go without in some other areas. And if I'm, like I said, if I'm Dak Prescott, I, you know, I have a hard time saying Dak Prescott is worth more than Russell Wilson. I have a hard time saying that Dak Prescott, because he waits around for a contract that you're going to pay him in the Mahomes camp. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, again, if you started running through the list of quarterbacks and you're saying, you know, well, would you rather have this guy or Dak? Would you rather have that guy or Dak? Would you rather have and, – and look, I mean, you know, there's a lot of teams that would love to have Dak. And if he becomes a free agent, he's not going to be short for suitors. I mean, there's going to be – you know, let's oh, just say yeah. he becomes – let's just say the Cowboys, you know, next year are like, you know what, we're going to move on. We're, gonna, we're not going to play this dance anymore, right? And he's a free agent. Right. Think about next year. Right. Who, who you got? Pittsburgh potentially. Right. Roethlisberger could be retiring. The Patriots could be out there looking for a quarterback. The Saints could be looking for a quarterback next year. I mean, you know, there's there's a the Jets could be looking for a quarterback if Sam Darnold's not the guy. You know, I mean, there's the Bears, the Lions. I mean, all these teams could be looking for quarterbacks. It could be that could make a ton of money on the open market. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I, I think. I don't worry about Dak's financial future. I guess is where I'm going with this. It just comes down to, I think, with some of these guys, at some point it's like, do you want to play for this team or do you not want to play for this team? If do you Dax want to be a free agent or do you want to, you know, and if Dak's theory in this or his agent's theory in this is like, well, Dak's outplayed the first four years of his career and I'm going to recoup some of that money. No, you're not. You're never recouping that money. You're going to be paid for what you can do for a team, not what you did you know, in the past, and if you want to be paid for what you did in the past, if I'm the Cowboys, I'm going to be like, great, you had this awesome year statistically. What were we, eight and eight in a terrible division, and we didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So, you know, what – you know, that's great that you put up all these numbers, but when you dig into those numbers a little closer, there was a lot of, you know, Dak putting up numbers when games were over. And, you know, there was a lot of – Stat, stat patent 
padding that went on there with some of his games. And you got to look a little deeper than the numbers on that stuff. And I, like I said, I think he's an excellent quarterback. I'd love to have him on my team if my team needed a quarterback. But when we start talking about paying him at, at this ridiculous rate, and you know what? He's going to get paid at a ridiculous rate. But if, if, if that's true, if the Cowboys offered him to be the second highest paid quarterback in the league when Russell Wilson was the top highest paid quarterback in the league and he scoffed at that, if I'm the Cowboys, I'm maybe, yeah, we'll play this year on the franchise tag and see where this goes. But I'm not, I'm not beating down his door to get him back in there at that point. So, um, it, it, so let's say we're playing. The NFL has unveiled, uh, you know, these new Oakley mouth shields to right. combat against COVID nineteen. Right. If yeah. It's player, like a, are, are you gonna are you gonna trust that? Do you think that that's going to work? Players are going to want to play, though, aren't they? I, I feel like that's I, – I mean, when I saw that, I was at least encouraged by that. And and what it is is you've seen those Oakley uh, – Yeah, the, face shields. The eye shields, the face shields that they have yeah. that fit inside the face mask. This, like, attaches to that, and it comes down and covers the nose and mouth. It attaches to the front of the face mask. So there is – you know, you can breathe and you have air and that kind of stuff coming in there. Um I was encouraged by it when I saw the story, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, I took that as somebody's at least thinking they're yeah. trying to do something. If I was a player, and especially a player that I know is going to be in close contact with, you know, like let's say I'm in the trenches, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd wear that thing. And again, even accidentally, I mean, I think you got to wear that. I mean, if you're a quarterback, you know, and you got guys sacking you and landing on top of you. I mean, if you're a running back and you're running into a pile every, you know, couple of plays, if yeah. you're a, you know, I, I, I mean, I just, there's just so many areas where, you know, quote unquote droplets could get in on you, that kind of stuff. I'd want all the protection I could have. And that seems like at least it's better than nothing. So I, I'd be willing to give it a shot. So, uh, uh, in terms of seasons, we got the NBA and the NHL going to start up soon uh, in a couple of weeks. Do you think that they will complete their playoff seasons? There, there, you know, we always talk about that scale. You know, yeah. we always talk about the scale. I think the closer the contact that you have, the less likely you are to complete a season. So I think the NFL is at the top of the list for for entities. I don't think football is like the top sport that I don't think is going to, um, you know, get completed. Yeah. I would say the next one is basketball. Yeah, I would think you could do something similar with a face shield in hockey. You know what I mean? Because at every other level, they play with a complete face shield yeah. um, as opposed to just the eye protection. So I, I don't know whether you'll see a lot of hockey players coming back with a full face shield or whatever, but that would, that would I think, help. Um, you know, I think baseball out of the team sports has the best chance of finishing and completing their season because you don't have as much, you know, I mean, I guess you're going to socially distance in the, in, the, in the dugout some. I don't know. Maybe you have like a reserve area where guys are going to sit and you're not going to have, you know, everybody in the dugout at one time. Maybe you keep some guys in the clubhouse or whatever. But 
Um, you know, I that I don't know. I mean, you know, but I, I just think the more contact your sport has, that's why you're seeing motorsports is doing pretty well. Tennis yeah. is going to, you know, not have a problem. Um, you know, any sport where you can keep your distance from your competitors, I think you're going to be okay with. Um, you know, but the sports where you're hitting each other and landing on each other and right up in each other's faces, um, you know, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how all the there, – there is a lot of intrigue to this to see. I mean, I, I don't want to be the naysayer that I am, but I just don't – I don't know how they're going to do this stuff. But um, – Because it's just going to take one outbreak and that's – Yeah, right. Know, that's what I know, mean. Potentially. Is it one team or no. is it, you know, if if one guy tests positive, does that team shut down? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and, that's what we don't And know. what's the use in that? I mean, if that's a possibility, I mean, if that's a possibility that that it's going to destroy the whole playoff system, especially talking with NHL and NBA, then what's the point? I mean, if, if and I don't know what their measures are. I haven't read deep enough to find out what their measures are if one player does test, test positive. Yeah. But if it destroys a whole team's, you know, then why did we try this? Well, I, I mean, uh, again, I, I can get back into I think there's reasons for trying it. The the question is whether we're going to pull it off or not. Like, I'm not going to – if if they have to shut down a, a league or, you know, like, hey, we gave this the old college try and it just didn't work out, I, I think I'll be okay with that. I'm not going to be – I'm not going to be, like, excited about it or whatever, but I'll I'll be – you know, I'll be an adult about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, yeah. I'll be, I'll be fine with it, and I'll understand why they're doing it. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's, you know, like I said, it's worth a shot. But I just don't have a whole lot of faith that we're going to get through an entire season unscathed. And I don't think like all these sports are just coming back. I think we're going to lose some of them. So, look at it this way: Let's say your Bruins make it to the Stanley Cup final. Okay. Right. Right. Let's say, and then suddenly there's an outbreak on the Bruins team. Yeah. And they have to shut down. And then essentially is the cup awarded to the Western Conference yeah. uh, champion? Uh, is that, uh, is, I, mean, I mean, do you see what I'm saying? It just seems like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm hopeful I mean, that, that they get through it. Are they going to get through it? Well, that would be the manipulate the truth. I'll be honest with you. That would be the nightmare scenario was to get into a playoff situation and then the playoffs blow up on you. You know what I mean? If you yeah. were to get through an entire regular season and then, you know, then you have the uh, issue with the, well, with, uh, what's they going are, on there. they are, we're picking up at playoffs for the NBA and for, for, yeah. So anyway, well, I mean, if you're the NBA, you're looking at it and you're like, can we get through three months? I think that's what you're right. looking to, do is survive that seems a long time right now doesn't it we'll, we'll see if the bubble three works months. maybe the bubble works i don't know uh, people going out and getting food when they're not supposed to that's gonna <laughs> it's, it's gonna be a problem it's gonna be a problem um so uh we, back love, to the, our, we love our freedoms don't we we do um you know i, I was at the beach this past week doug and it I'm just I'm just gonna say this one thing, and it's gonna be very generic. 
Go ahead. It's never crossed my mind to put my political candidate on my bathing suit. <laughs> that happened? There, uh, yeah, I saw a bathing suit with a political candidate, you know, and I was like, sure, I can figure out who it was. Uh, you probably got a good idea. Um, but I, I, it's just, that's never, I've, I've never, first off, I've never been that involved in politics. And, right. and I know you are involved in politics a lot more. In the past, you've been a lot more involved in politics than I have. You've paid right. a lot more attention to it. Right. I didn't, I never saw you wearing a, a Bill Clinton <laughs> bathing suit. <laughs> I'm not a, um, but you know me, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a on your sleeve kind of guy. You know, I know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not a, I I'm not a, I, I don't, <laughs> you know, I have my opinions and I have my, my, and yes, I follow it very closely. I, I, you know, I'm a news junkie and I, I watch sure. a lot of that stuff and I, I've always been fascinated by politics and that kind of stuff, but I, I just, um, I've never been a, you know, like, I'm, I'm not going to go out there with a sign. I'm not going to go out there and wear clothing. I'm not going to go out and argue with people in the street about it, to be right. honest with you. You know what I mean? And I, I don't, you know, I swore off arguing with people about it on social media a long time ago. Yeah. And, and that has enhanced my life. I don't know how many times over a thousand fold it's it's just not worth it on no, social not media it. I, it makes no sense to do on social mine mine my position on things even team stuff uh after the seahawks won that playoff game against the 49ers that led to the their super bowl appearance and eventual super bowl championship i might add um and then people were coming at me because of richard sherman and him getting in Aaron Andrews. He wasn't in Aaron Andrews' face. He was just being interviewed by Aaron Andrews. You mean when he and says his, you mean at the end when he yeah. said L O B and and they they talked about on the post game show, was that some sort of a gang um that he was talking about? Yeah, yeah. I, that was hysterical. But anyway. Well, I mean, but uh and I was like I, I don't I don't I don't need this in my life. I try to, uh, you know, I, I pick at some people a little bit on occasion. I don't do it much anymore, but I don't, I don't want that. I don't, I don't need the headache that goes. I literally get on there to see pictures of people's kids and they're, you know, see how they're doing a little good natured ribbing is okay. I, I, but I do think, but but that you never know what's good natured anymore. What my thing is, my thing is like, if, if I know somebody that is a true fan of a team and that kind of stuff, I always congratulate them when their team wins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know the same thing. And I've been, I have been lucky in my 49 years for all the teams I root for, all the teams I root for, I've seen championships. Most I've of them seen Yankees. I've seen all those teams win it. No, but I've, I mean, I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a Bruins fan. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, you know, Pistons, Pistons fan. fan. I, UConn, I've seen win national championships. The New England I, Revolution seen, fan. I've, uh, no, I, I've I've seen the, <laughs> you know, I mean, I've I've seen the Seahawks win a Super Bowl. I've all my teams I've seen win a championship, and I know the euphoria that goes along with that, and the, the how happy it is. And I'm not there to like rain on anybody's parade. You know what I mean? Right. So no, no I mean, I, I and I've done the same thing, but I, I just, I, I, it was infuriating to me that my team had just gone to the to to the Super Bowl had just won gotten a position in the Super Bowl. Yes. And 
people were coming at me because of something that somebody that I have no association with other than the fact that he wears a team uniform. I mean, Richard Sherman's a, well, a, an all-time great in Seattle and a Hall of Famer. But why are you coming? I mean, you know because, me and you know because, who I pull for. Why are on. you coming at me? It Because some people, right? I mean, they right. they viewed that as poor sportsmanship. They viewed that yeah. as that's you know, got and, nothing and, to do with me. And you, know, I understand <laughs> that. I understand that. But the team you rooted for and the team you root for at that time was very brash, sure. and in your face. Oh. And, you know, it was it was all this. And and then on top of that, you throw in the you know, there's people out there that hate Pete Carroll for some unknown crazy reason. I don't understand why people hate Pete Carroll. That's what I don't understand. That's the part of it that I don't understand. Is that, you know, I mean, you know, how long ago was the USC stuff? And it's, you know, Pete the Cheat this and all this yeah. other stuff. And it's like, I mean, how long ago was that? But you know, why are I, you I mean, affiliated with that? I mean, and that's, and, and that's well, what because I mean. Look, I've I, had people tell me, I've had people I wear ask those, me. I wear those colors and those colors don't run, Chuck. I've and had that's people what, And that's when you should have gotten somebody's face not listening to me. at that point. Okay, I, I've had somebody to ask me if I was going to quit following the Seahawks because of the, the autonomous zone that was in Seattle. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I, I was following them when they were two and 14. That autonomous zone ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you know, they, anyway. that gets into the discussion that, uh, you know, we had a couple weeks ago when I talked about, I don't understand why people stop doing stuff they enjoy because they don't agree with somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, because, you know, there's some players that have a different, you know, opinion than I have about an issue. You know, if I enjoy watching those guys play football, I can separate the two. I don't have to agree with everything right. that everybody agrees with. No, that, I mean, we've talked about this. If if you're only going to do stuff, you know, or support anything that you support, only people that 100% agree with you on every single issue, well, guess what? You're going to sit in your living room by yourself and not do anything or watch anything or whatever. There's not much and, you could find that you could do if, if you agree with 100% of everything that and of anybody we've talked about and I've used it the example, you know, Ted Nugent. I don't agree with anything Ted Nugent agrees with politically, but I like Ted Nugent's music. And I've, you know, I bumped into him in a hallway at, a, at one of his concerts. I, you know, had an opportunity to get his one of his books signed. You know what yeah. I mean? I yeah. like I said, I really enjoy his music. Yeah. I like his music. So I can accept that. And I don't yeah. have to accept his politics or agree with his politics. He doesn't have to agree with mine. Yeah. And but, you can still, you know, yeah. And, the, and right. the world still keeps going. All right. Uh, All speaking right. Ahead, of, um, so let's get to the Redskins here. Uh, so, yeah. uh, and they completely botched this press release that they had. They oh. On Monday, they're changing the name. Yeah. Changing the name of the team. It's got, but the press release has the logo still on it. They mentioned Redskins six times in it. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's, you good, may... it's good news for if, if you think the Redskin name should be changed, I'm right. one that does. It's good news that they are changing the name, but they really just, just, they, they botched well, the whole deal. Well, but Is that being too nitpicky? Well, I, and I'll say this. And the only thing I'm not going to kill them over is the letterhead because, you know, you don't have time. They didn't have time to change that. Maybe you didn't want to mention Redskins in it six times. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Maybe you don't want to say, you know, the name you're getting rid of six times. And I, I it, if I was going to criticize him for anything, I'll criticize him for the way it was written because the first thing they mentioned was the sponsors. The first thing they mentioned, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. again, this still has the whole feel of the only reason they're doing it is for financial reasons and that, you know, Daniel Snyder's hand is being forced to do this. But yeah. there's some other interesting stuff going on there, and I don't know what the story is, but if you check out Twitter at all, there's something going on, and the Washington Post has some story coming out either later today when we're recording this or Friday oh, yeah. that is supposed to be uh, quite scandalous, and it's, you know – there were there were guys resigning in the front office, you know, in that press release on the name change, and that there's some talk that Daniel Snyder could be forced out as the owner with whatever the heck this scandal is that is um, that the Washington Post is about to put out there. So I, I don't know what what's going to happen with this, but it's something certainly to keep your eyes open for, and that it's. You know, to the point that like other owners are not happy, and that other owners are, and you know the way owners are. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. they they don't really care about what this guy's doing and what that guy's doing and what this owner's doing and right. what that owner's doing. It's all about the cash, and that's it. It's all about how much money we can make. And I may hate this guy, and I may hate that guy, and I may love that guy, but we all have one common goal here, and that's making money. And there's reports that some of these owners are not happy with what's going on there. And they, you know, might, might try to shove Schneider out at this point, which would be quite interesting. Uh, the franchise may need a change. Let me ask you this. Should they, yeah. if you were the Redskins, right? Yeah. And the Washington and know, football club. I'm sorry. Yes. My bad. I apologize. Um, if you were that franchise. Yeah. Would, and you were in charge of this name change and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Would you try to change as little as possible, or would you go full color scheme, name, everything? Would you change everything, or would you just try to, you know, we're changing the name and we're going to keep the color scheme. We're yeah. Keep everything else. I, I, I would keep the color scheme. It's one of the it's one of the great color schemes in the NFL, really. So uh, then, would I, you? try to stick with our names so you could like just put an R on the helmet or you could just, uh, you know what I mean? Cause there's a lot they could do and go to the past oh. and stay relatively. I, I think in red tails, like leading the kind of the, the charge right now, isn't that what I've seen there's some, that there's a lot of push for that? Like that. I think there's people like renegades. I think there's, um, you know, there's some, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, the, you know, the other thing I'd be looking at is, you know, they, they love that stupid song of theirs. And I would be looking for something that I could just take out the, you know, the <laughs> R word and I can put, put another R word in its place. You'd you know hear this. So, Red tails. Right. Red tails. <laughs> Hail to the Red, Red tails. tails. <laughs> um yeah i mean i i i I, no i think their color scheme is really one of the great great nfl color schemes i love it i mean i think 
you know, the, the spear that they used to have on the side of their helmet back in Correct. the 70s. I love that. I think yeah. that that was – I always thought that was their best helmet, really. Yeah. Um, and But that doesn't fit with – because it would be really cool if they had like a like a old fighter uh, plane. Right. Red tails on the side of their helmet. I, the only thing – and I, and I know what – you know, I mean, I know it's the Tuskegee Airmen, and I understand yeah. the, the, the red tails – yeah. Um, you know what the reference is. The only reason, and I know opposing fans are always going to find uh, something. Oh, oh, yeah. But but I, I hear red tails, and you know what I think is somebody's going to whoop them, and they're yeah. going to say it's going to yeah. be all about you know well, yeah. we whoop their tail, and you know they got a red tail because we whooped them this, yeah. that, and the other thing. I just that part of it, I'm not, I'm not real wild about. And then I'm not a fan of, and I, I like I said. I kind of like it. It's not horrible. And if they went with red tails, I'd be okay. I'm, I'm not cool with mascots that need like an explanation. Yeah. You, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah, and that's, that's... mascots should be pretty, you know, I, I just like it should. I, I like it when they have something to do with the area that they're coming from and they fit from that regard. And, you know, they have some sort of, thing that they can go with, but I'm not a huge fan of, you know, like red tail. I mean, look, if they come out with red tails, they're going to have to explain to everybody what that is. Cause not everybody knows what that reference is to. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, I, I mean, yeah, for a look, I mean, for, for a, yeah, I well, mean, and actually it may be further down the road that you'd have to have that explanation because right now everybody would be in tune with it because the name change and everybody go, well, this right. is what it means. But 10 years down the road, somebody would come on that team and go, what does that mean? You I just know, don't or, think, yeah. I mean, I just don't think mascots should have to be explained. Yeah. I just think it, it's, it's, you know, mascots should be easily understood. Boom. We're this, you know, there's yeah. a lot of this here. That's why we have it. You yeah. Um, I mean, like, I get it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Pirates, I get it. You yeah. know, it's, it makes sense. You know, there was a lot of Pirates in that area. That's where they hid stuff and all that. And, you know, that Bay Area and all that. Get it, 100%. Steelers, makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just. What about I, I the mean, Utah Jazz? Doesn't make any what, sense. What about the Los Angeles Lakers? Makes no sense. <laughs> You've got to go but into the history But it rolls off your of, tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but you, you understand what I'm saying. I mean, there's there's that – there's just that level of – I'm not a fan of, you know, mascots that I need – that need an explanation. So – I, I, I just – if I'm them, I'm, I'm going to try to stick with something – you know, because I'm, I'm like you. I probably wouldn't go changing the color scheme and that kind of yeah. stuff. And I wouldn't. Well, I think it's know, great. So I would try to stay, you know, some sort of, you know, I, I would try to do that. I mean, look, I went to my high school. And, and, you know, we've seen this. This has gone on for a long time. And it's almost surprising that we're still going round and round with this. And, and it's funny because ones that were – way less offensive changed way earlier than yeah. the one that seems to be the most offensive is the one that's changing last. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, you had St. John's, but I mean, that was like in the nineties, they changed from the Redmond yeah. to the red, red storm. storm. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
and, and you know, we've had a lot and of Warriors was changed at Marquette. Yeah. And, and, and I, I don't think that, that I don't think Warriors is a bad I, I don't like, you know, we're gonna talk about the Braves a little bit. Yeah. I, I I think when you use a nickname, you're trying to you want to emulate that that person and their ability to thrive and their ability to fight through adversity. And right. I think Braves is fine. Yeah. I think we Indians were, is on the line. Yeah. But like Chicago is keeping the Blackhawks. Right. I mean, that's a and that's because you're saying to me now, and I don't know how Redskins came about. I, I mean, I, I don't I didn't I haven't read the history of it. Right. It it, it it's derogatory. Right. But is Braves derogatory? You know, I, I mean, because I, if it's if it's because it's of a uh, uh, because it's associated with an American Indian, does that? I mean, American Indians have great qualities. Yeah, we're well. Is it is it the you know? I mean, it's kind of like North Dakota. What is it? North Dakota. What is it? Who's the fighting the Sioux? Sioux? The Sioux. Yeah, but I mean, they were the fighting Sioux, and you know, I mean, do you drop the fighting part? That kind of stuff. I mean, that's where it gets into what the university wants to do or the school or the entity or the team or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I think there's there's levels and degrees of it and that kind of stuff. It just, you know, I mean, look, the high school I went to, uh, yeah. was, we were the we were the Raiders, and we were Indians. I mean, we had tomahawks on our helmets, and we were yeah. we had a big Indian chief as our mascot and all that stuff. Now, it changed, but it changed because they combined the two high schools, schools. in my town. So. Now they're the Eagles. So, but I mean, you know, they, they changed that, but you know, I mean, yeah, but there's been, but I mean, you go back to like the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors, that was yeah. originally an Indian. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't know that, but they changed that back in the seventies. So, I mean, you know, there's, it, this has gone on with people changing a lot of the, the, you know, Indian representation. So, and, is it, and, and is it Warrior a name that, for a for an athletic team that you want to emulate what a warrior is you know you you want to be someone who who fights and gets through adversity and, and I, I mean not you know what i'm saying it doesn't yeah. that that's a pretty generic term to me it he's is, a warrior but then, but then do you do you you know do you change the the imagery then and then it's not an I, Indian. I, you know what I'm I, saying? I mean, do you go with a different image of kind of like the Golden State Warriors? I mean, what the heck is that thing? It looks like a guy in a in a yeah. you know one of those. Yeah. Uh, you remember the guy that, suits <laughs> I mean, with like a weird some, helmet on? He looked like I mean, from a Flash Gordon movie or something. <laughs> so, um, so, so back to Braves. Okay. Because I, I mean, are you are you comfortable with that? Because I'm very comfortable with that. I'm okay with the Braves. The thing I'm, I'm, you know, that they should have gotten rid of a long time ago, and the issue with them is the tomahawk chop, you know, and that's the part where I think it, it's, you know, I mean, I, sitting around waving your arm, the, the waving your arm part's not that bad, but it's the it's the you war know, chance that's going with the, it. Yeah, I mean, you're not. I mean, what are you doing? You're just going. Ooh, I mean, that's not. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's. I can understand where that crosses the line into offensive. So, yeah, I mean, I think if you're the Braves, you have to try to, you know, separate yourself from that part of it. But, you know, I, I don't what have What about Chief Nakahoma? 
What do you think and about that's, that? That's, yeah, you're I, going. Well, I, yeah. I bring that up because uh, it, I saw somebody post on t- one of the social media sites and they said, I was today years old when I found out the Braves used to have Chief Nakahoma as their, you know. <laughs> but I mean, doesn't, like, that, doesn't that, that quote unquote war chant or whatever that people are talking, doesn't that fall into the, the category of like the, the Chief Nakahoma or the, you know, what was the, what's the guy for the Indians? The, I'm trying to Chief think Wahoo. of the Chief Wahoo. Doesn't that, doesn't that fall into that category of like uh, that imagery you're stereo, trying to, right. Stereotypes. Right. Isn't that uh, what you're trying to move away from with, you know, trying to move away from some of the, you know, cause I don't necessarily have a problem with, if it's okay with a particular tribe or if it's okay with, you know, like the Seminole Indians, you know what I mean? If yeah. they're cool with Florida state and doing that, that's, that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Right. Uh, I'm okay with that. But you know, like I said, when you start getting into caricatures of stuff, that's when, you know, that's the stuff that I think with people, you know, you need to not be cool with anymore. Yeah, uh, right. it, it'll be so, interesting to see what they do. So, what do you think about Indians? Do you think Indians needs to be changed? Uh, I, I, I don't necessarily know if that needs to be changed, but if they decide to change it, I wouldn't be against it. I wouldn't be, you know, yeah. if they make if they make the decision to say, okay, we're going to get away, we're going to get away from that. I'm not. I wouldn't, you know. That's that's their right to kind of do that. Do I think it's, you know, like I said, it's certainly not Washington, you know, and their team. Yeah, yeah. It's not that, you know, right. and and so, you know, but again, with everything, I think there's varying degrees of stuff. So you well, have to kind of. Well, and the Blackhawks came out, Chicago, and they said, we're not changing. Said, we're, right. you know, we're, this is why, and it, it's, uh, it's died at least as far as I know. Now there may be yeah. some uproar coming afterwards. All right, Dougie, uh, let's do a quarantine stream here real quickly. Um, I got one for you. I watched the Jeffrey Epstein documentary on Netflix. Okay, great. Oof. Yeah. Well, I, Have I've you got, watched it? I did. Yes, I did. What would you think? I, after watching that, yeah. and then when his accomplice there just got arrested a couple weeks ago, yeah. I kept sitting there going, like, when this came out, why is she still in the country? Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean – you know, because that was the one thing. After watching that, I was like, all the help he had and that kind of stuff. I'm like, how are these people still walking around as free people? But yeah, it's 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 worth the watch. And you know, another one in that vein. Yeah. If you if you can stomach it, is yeah. Athlete A. I don't know if you've oh, seen that. I hadn't heard about Netflix, that. What is it? But it's goes into the whole Larry Nasser thing. Oh, really? The the, the original athlete who brought the charges up that started the whole thing and that kind of stuff. And you see the way, um, you know, she was kind of dealt with by um, USA gymnastics and that kind of stuff. And I mean, what a, I mean, just like I said, I mean, it, it, it really goes into that. It it doesn't make the Carolis look real great. It doesn't make anybody involved with USA gymnastics look good at all. Um, but that's another one on Netflix. If you, if you get a chance to, to watch and, and like, I mean, you know, just, um, you know, it, yeah. it's, 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 it's worth, uh, 
seeing. But if you can watch the Epstein one, you should be able to make it through Athlete A. But it just, you know, um, what some of those people had to go through. Yeah, was, yeah. Unbelievable, mind blowing. Um, Have you I, seen "Don't F with Cats"? I I started to watch it. I didn't. I didn't. <sighs> I made it like five minutes into it. And Come on, man! You got to watch that. Uh, you got to watch that you one. Got, yeah, right. you got to watch that. I'll, I'll give you another one real quick because it's really piqued my interest in it, especially yeah. now that there's no other sports going on. Yeah. But uh, "Drive to Survive" on Netflix, also uh, the Formula One documentary that they've done is. Season one was really good. Season two was – or season one was amazing. Season two was really good. What I liked about season two was they keep – like there was this theme where guys kept saying stuff on there and they're like, ah, Netflix will cut that out, and they don't cut it out, which I think is, <laughs> is amazing that like these guys keep like going, ah, yeah, Netflix will cut that out, and they don't. But what that has led to is it's really led to me being a Formula One fan. And I'm, I'm like, I mean, I'm recorded and I watch practices and I watch the, the qualifying and I watch the races every Sunday morning. And, you know, man. it's, I, I'm, I'm kind of nerding out over F1, but man, it my is. My dad uh, loves Formula One. It, it's, it's, it's really unbelievable to watch. And, and what the uh, Drive to Survive did for me is it helped explain it to me. Cause it's real. If you, if you don't, understand it or you don't have any understanding of it you know and i didn't you know what i mean you sit there and you're like gosh the same people win all the time like this doesn't make any sense but if you watch that it explains kind of the the you know you've got the teams at the top and then you got the mid-level teams and you've got the and everybody's kind of fighting for their kind of little space and turf and trying to get into that next bracket and that kind of stuff but yeah i mean the skill and the the technology and all that stuff that goes into it is just unbelievably amazing when you're talking about two second pit stops and you know i mean those cars and it's just it's unbelievable to watch and watch the movie uh ron howard and chris Hemsworth did uh and daniel brule in 2013 rush uh, i never watched that that's a great doug you got to watch that sports movie that's a great movie to watch that I need yeah. to, I, I remember the movie. I remember when it came out. It's one of those movies that like you go, yeah, I want to see this. And then never, you know, I didn't watch it, but, All right. but I did. Um, but yeah, for, so check out some formula one Sunday morning. All right. Uh, quick album of the week, the cars candy. Oh, okay. That's good. Okay. All you're, right. You're doing going with that one. I'll let you, I'll let you <laughs> have it this week. Cause I know we're, we're, Oh, you it's the only one I'm ever going to say. Go to. All right. Would you hey, stop, you're please? Gonna, you're going to meeting. Oh, get work, me fired huh? from this. If you keep talking oh, about okay. me in my other job, a full-time job. All right. Whatever. Chuck and Doug reloaded is produced by Mississippi scoreboard. Be sure to subscribe via Apple podcast, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast. And don't forget to give us a good rating. It will help people find us. Uh, for more on Mississippi Scoreboard, you can find them at MississippiScoreboard.com, on Facebook at Mississippi Scoreboard, and on Twitter at MS Scoreboard. That's it for this edition of Chuck and Doug Reloaded. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>